Welcome to the Overnight Trainer Podcast, where each week we talk about all things related to the world of learning and development, including facilitation, instructional design, sales enablement, and so much more. I'm your host, Sarah Canistra, and I'm an L&D strategist and career coach, and I'm here to take the guesswork out of becoming an L&D professional and show you how to unlock continued success in your learning and development career. I'm on a mission to quickly develop the next generation of L&D leaders who are looking to create meaningful and engaging learning experiences. So, if you're looking to transition into L&D for the first time, have found yourself accidentally in a training position, or are working up the ranks as an L&D professional already, you've come to the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Overnight Trainer Podcast. I'm super happy you're here. It is thundering outside right now, so you might hear, that was my chair squeaking, um, but you might hear uh, some thunder in the background and also uh, my fiance playing Red Hot Chili Peppers in the background. So this is just, uh, we're going to the concert next week, so um, just a little peek into my life. You know, I feel like a lot of people, you know, will do all of these edits and have no sound, but the reality is I'm just here, here chilling with you all. So uh, any background noise, we're just gonna roll with it. Uh, I am super excited. I have uh, quite a few clients who are starting new roles uh, this week and, and last week, and it's been really, really incredible to see how fast uh, my clients have been landing roles. So I have two clients who've been in the group coaching program for less than 90 days, uh, and both, uh, one 60 days and the other 90 days, and both are starting their brand new roles. Uh, One started last week and one is starting this week. And they're incredible roles, roles that coming into the program, they didn't think were roles that they could achieve or attain or were even really on their radar. That's probably more more accurate. And just seeing both of them and all of our, my clients, but especially these two who are starting roles uh, again last week and this week, it's been really amazing to see again how fast this transition can happen. And uh, for those of you that don't know, I just recently relaunched uh, the Overnight Trainer brand, a kind of a new era as I'm calling it. Um, and with that comes a brand new group coaching program. So I am retiring my old group coaching program, um, taking everything, all the amazing and all the best things from that um, and created a new program called Fast Track. And the goal is to do just that, to help you fast track into your career in L&D. So whether you are transitioning in for the first time, you're moving up in your L&D career, this program really is for you to help set you on that path. Um, it is 90 days of content, so you get a strategy for 30, 60, and 90 days. So depending on what your timeline is, uh, there is a roadmap for you inside of this program along with tons of content that really will give you the step-by-step-by-step-by-step, there's step by step by step, step by step, 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 strategy to get you where you wanna go. In addition to that, you get daily support from me. So we have a live group chat and text uh, that we can voice note each other, ask questions. It's an opportunity for me to really be with you daily, uh, as well as monthly Q&A sessions too. So a lot of support, uh, 
and a lot of strategy all wrapped into one. Um, and this program is about half the price of my last group coaching program. So y'all better jump on it uh, because we I haven't even officially really launched it yet. T today, as I'm recording this, uh, I sent out an, an email today about it, but we already have three people signed up for the program uh, before it even went live. So this is a juicy, amazing, incredible program. If you are looking to transition your careers in the next 90 days, hop on this, uh, go to theovernighttrainer.com slash programs. You can find all the info there, uh, along with other ways to, to work with me. Uh, part of this rebranding was really um, expanding the ways that I can help educate and work with you all. Uh, so what that also looks like is um, several courses are available, um, some new ones, uh, some um, old oldies but goodies, uh, as well as extended payment plans for all of those courses. Um, so those are all asynchronous, but for everything that I'm doing now, I want to make sure that I'm providing you with as many payment plan options and extended payment plan options as possible. So uh, you'll see that too. Again, if you go to the over trainer.com slash programs. Um, once you go through each program, whichever one works for you, you can see that there's um, quite a few payment plan options there. Um, I also have one-on-one -on -one ways to work with me. So a new 30-day intensive. So if you are like, I need this to happen and happen fast, um, and I need you know daily access to, my, to you myself, uh, then there's a 30-day uh, intensive option as well. Um, as well as executive coaching and mentorship too. So lots of really fun things happening here. And um, you can check all that out at theovernighttrainer.com slash programs. All right, so let's get into today's episode. It's I always say it's going to be short and sweet, but y'all know I love to talk. So uh, I want to talk about, speaking of fast track and fast ways to, to move uh, to move and transition into a career, this theme has been coming up a lot in the conversations I've been having on LinkedIn. And I feel like there's so many definitives out there. Like you must network with people in order to get a job. You must apply to 500 jobs in order to get one. You must you know this and you must that. And, and I really don't like to speak in absolutes. Um, sometimes I do. I'm really, pretty strong in my convictions. But for the most part, especially when it comes to career transitioning, and my clients know this really well, it's a very unique situation. And I, what I typically do with my clients is I give you the strategy Right, but there's that flexibility in the strategy to really make it unique to you because the reality is no one else has your same skill set, your same background, your same knowledge, your same education. You are you are unique. And so your strategy should be unique as well. But what I found by coaching almost two, it's starting to rain now, um, almost 200 people uh, in the last two years. We're coming up on two years of the overnight trainer officially. What I found is that the people who transition the fastest really focus when it comes to putting themselves out there, really focus on what I like to call this three-prong approach. Now, first and foremost, before we even get to this three-prong approach, you all know if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, and if not, you're going to go back to a couple episodes, but you all know how important it is to find your L&D niche. That has to be the first thing that you do before you start career transitioning. Um, and it's your North Star. 
So finding your L&D niche, your, your, well, your L&D niche really is the intersection between the skill set that you already have, the interests that you have as far as your career goes, and then on top of that, what are the values that you have? And the intersection of all of those is called your L&D niche. It's not a job title. It's not a job description. Really what it is is it's creating your box. So often we create, we try to, especially as we're job seeking and transitioning, we try to fit into all these different boxes. I try to fit into this instructional designer box. I try to fit into this training coordinator box. I try to fit into this L&D specialist box, right? And we're constantly shape-shifting, which is freaking exhausting. So rather than doing that, rather than trying to squeeze yourself into all these other boxes, what we do and what I coach my clients on is creating your own box, right? Your skill set, your interests, your values, creating that box, and then finding the roles that fit inside that box. I have plenty of episodes on finding your niche. I have a whole entire course called Nail Your Niche. It's a workshop series. Uh, it is five lessons that goes through finding your niche. It is one of the most downloaded and most purchased courses that I have. Um, and many people have just from that course, just from finding their niche, have been able to land a role incredibly quickly. So it's a very powerful and potent uh, potent course if you're interested in finding your niche. Um, I also have a couple of podcast episodes early on um, all about finding your niche as well. So all that has to happen before we get to, the, to what we're actually talking about today, uh, which is that the, the, the strategy piece and the quickest ways to find that new L&D role. And so I am very, very much against, you know, again, applying to hundreds of roles and hoping that something sticks. The spaghetti at the wall approach is not what I use with my clients. In fact, I completely, completely move away from it because no one has time for that. No one has time to be applying to hundreds and hundreds of roles. And the reality is if you are applying to hundreds and hundreds of roles, most likely you haven't found your niche. That's a good indicator if there's, you know, you've submitted applications to 100 roles in the last month, that tells me you probably haven't found your niche. Um, and so that's a good place to start. So when it comes to then the strategy piece of moving quickly, I like to coach my clients on a three-prong approach. And the three-prong approach, again, this is to find your, to, to find your way quickly. This won't land with everyone. And some of this stuff may not feel good to you. And so if it doesn't feel good, I don't want you to do it. But again, if we're looking at how's the quickest way and the fastest way to land that new L&D role, it's going to be these three things. First and foremost, it is applying to jobs, right? There's this misconception, and even this came up today um, on a LinkedIn conversation I was having with someone, that the only way to get an, a, a new L&D role is to know someone in a company. Again, we're not speaking in those definite, de, definite, <laughs> definitives, uh, definites, whatever it may be, right? But it, that's not true. <laughs> that's just that is false. If someone is telling you that, they are lying, and you need to stop being friends with them. Right, because the reality is that is not the only way or the sole way. Right, you have to apply to jobs. There is a reason why that is still a process. Right, we why applications still exist. In fact, I would say probably for my clients, sixty to seventy percent at least, at least if not more, got the incredible jobs that they're in from just straight up applying to roles. And again, it's not applying to every and any role. It's not applying to roles where you're like, hmm, I think I, I think I want to do this, or oh, I guess I'll apply to that. It's being very intentional and applying to roles inside of your niche. 
So that's a really important part to think about is that you still have to and still should be applying to roles. And so the standard application process, right, still exists and it still exists for a reason. And so I want to make sure that as part of this three-prong approach that my clients and you all, and some of you are my clients, right, are, are still focusing on looking for roles and applying for roles. Now, that's not an everyday thing. I was just coaching a client on this this morning about, you know, you don't have to be searching for roles and applying for roles every single day. Uh, I actually encourage, like, every other day, every three days, having a strategy around applying for roles. So maybe that's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're searching, and on Sunday afternoons, you're applying. Or Monday and Mondays and Wednesdays, you're searching for roles and saving, and Thursday, Friday, you're applying. Whatever it looks like. Um, but I do not suggest looking for and applying to roles every single day. Uh, especially once you found your niche, you'll find there are less roles to apply to. And that is the goal, right? We want to be really intentional with where you are spending your time. So the first part of this three-prong process to really and quickly find a new L&D role is to apply to roles and apply intentionally, right? We're not th applying for the sake of applying, uh, nor are we applying to roles just because we think we can get them. Right? That's what causes what I call the vicious application cycle, where we apply for roles, you know, throw spaghetti at the wall, don't hear anything, then apply to roles that we're actually overqualified for. And because we're overqualified, uh, we get rejected from them. And then we feel even shittier about it. And then we apply to even worse roles, right? And now we're kind of spiraling this vicious spiral um, all the way down. So as you are applying to roles, you want to be very intentional with it. And that's where your niche comes in. So applying to roles as part of this three-prong process, hitting it from all angles, applying to roles still exists. So don't let someone tell you that you're not gonna get a role from applying to it because the majority of my clients get their roles from applying and filling out an application online, getting called, having interviews, all of that stuff. So be intentional with it, but definitely still apply. So the second prong, is that networking piece. But again, networking intentionally. And I'm gonna keep utilizing that word because we can network, again, throwing spaghetti at the wall, connecting with everyone, following everyone, commenting on everyone's stuff on LinkedIn or wherever, but it's not intentional. And so it does go back to finding your niche and understanding what are these roles, uh, what, are the right, what are the right roles that the right companies look like inside of my niche and finding and connecting with people who are in that same niche. What I find people make a mis big mistake on, ooh, it's very thundery out there. Uh, what I find people make a, make a big mistake with is that they're A, either connecting with everyone and anyone and just there's like a mishmash of people or B, especially those of you that are educators looking to transition into L&D, following or having the majority of your connections be other people transitioning into L&D. So no matter where you are, and I have a whole podcast episode, it's a really early one um, called, um, shoot, what is it called? 
I'll link it in the show notes, but it really is all around uh, networking. So I think that's something around networking. It's an early on podcast. I'll let you guys listen to it, but it still, it still holds true because what I talk about is the rule of thirds. And when it comes to your network and connecting with people, you really want to focus on splitting your network into, into thirds. The first are people who are, you know, kind of in your same position or doing the job that you want to be doing. Um, so kind of that, that the, the people who would be your peers, right? If you were to, you know, not if you were, ooh, let me use my my own medicine here, when you are to get your new role, right? So who who are those people? Who are those peers? Who are already doing the job that you want to be doing? Um, can you follow other people who are in your same boat as far as like transitioning teachers or someone who's in your same role that you're in right now? Yes, but I would not, I would like make that like a third of the third, <laughs> right? So really focusing on People who are in your same position uh, at companies that you'd like to, to to work in or companies that are value aligned with you so you can learn from them. So you can see what it is that they're doing. What are they talking about? One of the things I really harp on, and it's a Hamilton reference for those of you that know, but being in the room where it happens, right? Being, and that could be the proverbial room, the LinkedIn room, the wherever, right? But in the space where you are, Oh, surrounded by the conversation that you should be having, right? Not being drowned out, especially my educators who are listening to this, not being drowned out by everyone else trying to search for a similar job. That's not your focus. And so when it comes to connecting, right, a third of, a third of your um, connections, a third of the people that you're networking with should be people who are in the role that you are going to have you know, one day soon. The next third should be people who are in that kind of management leadership position of that role, right? So if you're looking to be an instructional designer, if that's something that, you know, is falling into your niche, one of the roles falling in there, then maybe making sure that you have your network reflective not only of other instructional designers or learning experience designers or, you know, educational designers, whatever it may be, the titles run the gambit, but also making sure you have senior instructional designers or instructional design managers or L&D managers, people who are managing instructional designers, right? So that way you're getting an idea of what they're talking about being in their rooms. And what you'll notice by having those two, those two thirds, you'll see that Someone who is up having someone who has a role open at their company, right? They will say, "Hey, I have this role open at my company," and because you're connected with them, you're going to see that. But if you're just following people who are in your same exact boat right now, you're not going to see those things. The third of the rule of thirds is people who are motivational, who inspire you, who you know just really light up your feed. I remember when it comes to LinkedIn, blocking is your best friend. If, you, if something. Uh, what I say about social media is that it is your house and that you, like whoever, whoever is invited or not invited into your house is up to you. So just make sure that the people who you are um, connecting with, that you are seeing on your feed are people who you want to hear from and you want to see. So that kind of second prong here is creating a really strong network, but also networking. And that can look different for many people. You know, I had um, uh, Christy Jerson Woods on the podcast a few months ago, and we talked about networking for introverts. That might be, if you're introverted, that might be a great podcast for you to go back and listen to an episode. Um, but networking is going to be, is an important part, right? Again, if we're trying to make this happen fast, 
It is not the only way. It's not the sole way. And if you don't network, you will still find a role. But this whole episode is around how do we do this and do this fast. And this is the quickest way I've seen it. Again, we're, we're taking the application and making sure that we're, we're still applying for roles that we're finding intriguing that fit in our niche and then connecting and networking with people who are in our niche um, and who have roles that our, you know, our niche would report into and actually creating connections with them. Um, and here's the thing about networking is you never, you never know when it's going to pay off, but it's going to pay off. And I have, you know, clients of mine who, you know, a year, a year later, someone they networked with has now come back to them and said, Hey, I see you're, you're interested in onboarding. You know, is that something you, you know, are you still, are you still looking for a role or, uh, are, I see you're open to work. And so it's really incredible to see that. So, you know, networking, we, again, it's the crapshoot on when it's going to pay off, but it always does. And so putting your emphasis in equal emphasis on networking as you do applying is really important in a great way to, move this along faster. So the last part of this three-prong process, so we have our applications and making sure that you're still applying applying for roles that are in your niche, connecting with people, networking with people in your niche. The third part is creating a personal brand around your niche. And the first two, right, are outputs, right? So you're, you're putting yourself out there. You are doing the work in connecting with people. You are doing the work in applying. But when creating a personal brand, and what I focus on with my clients is how do we get people to come to you, right? How do you get recruiters to slide into your DMs, hiring managers? I have a client of mine who just started her role I guess two or three weeks ago now, um, she was a career coaching client and I was an executive coaching client. And um, it, the way that she got her role is the hiring manager slid into her DMs, saw her, saw what she had posted on LinkedIn, saw her LinkedIn profile, slid right into her DMs and there you go. Now she has this incredible role. Uh, a former science teacher uh, has this absolutely insane role. Like it's incredible. I'm so proud of her. Uh, just thinking about it out loud. But I digress on that with by saying that the part about personal branding is the inbound, right? So everything else is outbound, you know, putting that, putting that energy out. This is all about getting people to come to you, recruiters, hiring managers, other thought leaders in the space. And so creating your own personal brand on LinkedIn is really, really important. Now, there's a couple ways to do this in different levels. The first is just making sure that your LinkedIn profile is optimized. Um, I'm actually doing, I have two masterclasses this month. Um, one is free, and that's all around how to transition into L&D. So make sure to sign up for that, overnighttrainer.com slash events. But the other one I have is um, on the 21st. Let me look real quick. And I'll give you more information at the end of this episode. Yeah. So the how to start your L&D career transition is on September 13th. But on September 21st, I'm hosting a live workshop, which is called L&D Your LinkedIn. And that's really all about um, creating a personal brand that speaks to your L&D career. And so part of, and so we'll cover this in the workshop, but really part of your, your personal brand, you can, again, be, be, you can take it micro and you can take it macro. So there's lots of different levels of it. But at its core, it's around creating a, a profile and a presence that really reflects not only what you've done, but what you want to do. And it all goes back to finding your niche and really understanding what that is. 
and then utilizing that to tell the story. So one of the key things and the key parts of building this this personal brand is having a tagline, right? And I think I see this happen so often. We're going to cover this in the workshop, but of people saying like my with their tagline is transitioning teacher or you know program manager at you know Apple or not utilizing that space for what it needs to be utilized for, which is the most searchable part of your profile. And so I'm going to cover that in the, in the personal, in the L&D or LinkedIn, that personal branding workshop, but really looking at what does your tagline say about who you want to be, not just what you do now or what you've done in the past, but who you want to be and what your niche is. Same thing with your about statement. So is your about statement telling a story about you and about what, what has gotten you to the point you are now and what you bring to the table? Um, and then your experience, is your experience translated in a way that speaks the language of your niche? And so we'll go into that inside of the inside of the, the live masterclass and workshop on the 21st, but creating this identity, right? It's almost like the, the modern day business card, you know, and kind of a, a, a mix between a business card and a resume, where it's this snapshot and this searchable snapshot of who you are and what you bring to the table. Now, adding an extra layer onto that is creating content. And I say that loosely because I know that kind of <laughs> freaks a lot of people out, but creating content doesn't always mean that you're creating original content. That could be that you're sharing someone's post that resonated with you or sharing an article that you read, right? So it's, and I have actually have a whole course on what to post on LinkedIn if you're job searching, uh, which is going to be uh, a bonus of that other, of the L&D or LinkedIn. So you'll get access to that as well. Um, after the after the uh, course on the 21st. So that's a little, little bonus for you all. But what are you saying about your niche? And what are you saying about, you know, the field that you're trying to enter, the field that you're growing in? And what I see happen a lot is that people utilize their personal brand to do things like complain uh, or to talk about this interview that's coming up or to uh, post that they you know, watch this video on LinkedIn learning and that is not creating a personal brand. Well, I guess it is creating somewhat of a personal brand, but not the brand that's gonna get, again, hiring managers, recruiters, thought leaders to be sliding into your DMs, wanting to talk to you, learn more from you, connect with you, hire you. So that's the three-prong approach. And again, you can do just one of those. If you wanna just apply to roles, you will eventually get a role. If you want to just focus on networking, eventually you will get a role. If you want to just focus on building your personal brand, eventually you will get a role. So there is no there's no right or wrong way. But if we're talking about the quickest way, the fastest way to land and find your new L&D role, it's going to be an amalgamation of all three of those. It's going to be hitting it at all angles that while you are applying to roles, you are networking with people and also building your personal brand. Now, again, this doesn't have to be something where you're spending hours and hours a day. The one thing I tell my clients all the time, and you all who have been around have heard me say this, your full-time job should never be job searching. If you are spending full-time hours if you're spending more than an hour a day job searching, you're 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 doing it wrong. You're you're not being strategic enough for it. And so it's going back to what I was saying before around being intentional and having that strategy. So maybe on Mondays you're searching for roles 
on Tuesday, you're applying for those roles. On Wednesday, you're connecting with people. On Thursday, you're searching for roles. On Friday, you're posting something on LinkedIn, right? And on you know Saturday or Sunday, you're applying you're applying to those roles that you saved on Thursday. So that's just one example of many when it comes to being efficient with your time. So the more efficient you can be, then the more you're able to hit your job search from all three of these angles and the faster your job search becomes. So a lot of it just boils back down to A, knowing your niche, having that North Star to always come back to, and B, having the right strategy and setting the right unique strategy for yourself. So again, lots of events and lots of things coming up, lots of different ways that we can work together. Um, again, for that fast track program that's being run, uh, if you go to the overnighttrainer.com slash programs, you can get information for that. Uh, for the career transition masterclass, the free masterclass that I'm doing, which doesn't happen often. Uh, so it's how to start your LD career transition. That's on the 13th, as well as the LD your LinkedIn live workshop on the 21st. You can get information on that by going to theovernighttrainer.com slash events. All right. Well, I hope all of this resonated with you. Hope this gives you an opportunity. I think if there's any homework from this episode, it's to really evaluate your career transition, where you're spending your time, um, how you can use it more wisely, and then how can you start to incorporate the three different prongs that we talked about today into your search. So wishing you the best of luck, and I'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If it resonated with you in any way, please let me know by subscribing, liking, and leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you on how you're using these tools as well as what you want to hear more of. So connect with me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra, send me a DM, or email me at hello at theovernighttrainer.com. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next week, stay learning.